Welcome to Nobody Told Me That, your source for candid business talk and stories. Your host is speaker and author Teresa Duncan. Sit back, buckle up, and hang on. I love that music in my my intro. I love that. that it, I kind of get grooving with that music, Kevin. Does that music make you groove? Oh, how could it not? Come on. You don't have a pulse <laughs> that doesn't. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are back for another episode. I have my trusted friend and companion, Kevin Henry, with me. Um, and we have not talked in a couple weeks. Is that is that weird or what? Uh, it it kind of is, actually. But it also shows that we're just flying all over the place. And uh, sadly, it wasn't together this time. So, hey. You know, I have to tell you, I, I went to, I was I, after ADOM, which we're going to talk about, I went to the Southwest Dental Conference, and I just did a wrap-up show on that. They nice. gave me, for being a first-time speaker, this is exciting, I got a cowboy hat. No way. Yeah, like a real cowboy hat. I need, they, I need a picture of that. I oh, yeah. I, actually, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i probably put it up on Instagram today. But, yeah, it was awesome. I mean, they have, like, this dinner and this ceremony, and you get the hat. And, um, and you know, if, when you come back as a returning speaker, of course, you don't get a hat. But for right. a first-time speaker, it's, like, the coolest thing ever. So, um, yeah, so that instantly, like, shot up to the top of favorite shows oh, to go to. Man, I like that. That's awesome. Plus, plus the crowd was really good. So if you guys uh, are listening to the podcast and you want to hear the wrap-up of what happened with those two insurance classes and uh, what happened in Dallas, go back one episode. Um, but you and I had a good time at ADOM. Uh, we were there. Your lovely bride, Dana, was there. I was there all over the place. Um, you know, as ADOM's educational content advisor, I'm just all over um, the floor and making sure the education's okay. But tell us a little bit about what you were doing there and and what did you think of the show? Yeah, you know, and and I will say this, uh, and I say this to anybody who asks, ADOM is a, is a can't-miss meeting. I mean, it really has become that over the years in my eyes, and I really think about a lot of shows right now that are maybe struggling with attendance and struggling to find their way and, you know, how do we stand out from the crowd, and then you've got ADOM and RDH under one roof that are kind of set apart, I really think, in my mind. You know, they, they, they have their niche. They do it well. They draw the attendees and make them feel like kings and queens while they're there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, you know, we hear a lot while we're at ADOM, you know, and you've heard, you know, find your tribe. But these men and women have found their tribe. And it's really a cool thing to sit there and see the camaraderie year after year and also the expansion uh, that keeps happening. Well, and even in the face of uh, we had some natural disasters yeah. that came through and we still managed to pull a heck of a crowd um, and, you know, record exhibitors, too. I think we had the most exhibitors at this show. I mean, it was like every time I turned a corner, there were more exhibitors. I mean, it oh. just went on and on and on. <laughs> well, no, and, I, and I was telling Dana, you know, because Dana was an exhibitor with her company, Navoni. And so my job, you asked a minute ago, you know, I was I was basically the booth help this time, you know, so standing there. Uh, helping her uh, meet attendees and and people asking me and I go well you really should talk to her she's the brains of the operation uh, <laughs> you know, but, but you know when we were in Scottsdale last time for the ADOM conference and forgive me I, what four or five years ago I don't yeah, I don't remember see when. it all blends together for me too I think four years yeah. ago maybe no the the way that the exhibit hall had expanded since then it was incredible I mean that was really I was blown away when we walked in for setup. 
Did you see the, uh, there was one exhibitor that had like the, you know how the dance stuff, like you have the stuff on this floor and you oh, yeah. do the dance moves. Did you oh. see that guy? Yeah, I did. And that scares me because of my lack of coordination, but I did yeah. see it. I mean, I, I walked over there, and there was, like, nobody around, and I was going to say, okay, let me give it a try, and then, like, this whole big group of people came around the corner. I was like, forget it. (laughs) I was willing to give it a shot, but not in front of anyone. (laughs) You know, that was in a part of the hall that I distinctly remember four years ago when I was with, gosh, I guess that was right at the tail end of my time with Dental Economics. Mm -hmm. I, I shot a video right there because it was quiet and nobody was around, and now it's filled with booths. You know, you have to say that very carefully, boo. Right. But, well, uh, it was know. filled with that, but, you know, not that what you mean. So. <laughs> but, you know, that that's one thing that I, that I distinctly remember is, oh, my gosh, you know, this was empty last time Adolph was here, and now it's jam-packed with exhibitors and attendees, and that was very cool. Well, and, you know, I feel, I feel horrible because I try to work with so many companies and give them props and all that, and I cannot remember the name of this company. So what I'll do is I'll look it up and put it in the show notes. But what I thought it was a really good idea because what it is is for, I think, for mostly pediatric practices. And you've got the kids that can come in and it's like, you know, tooth dancing and stuff. And um, I thought that was a really good way to entertain kids. So I will look that up because I feel bad that I'm talking about a company and can't can't <laughs> name them. That's that's like bad. It's like a faux pas. It's, it's awful. Um, so, so are there – was there any other um, – Standouts. Yeah. I mean, what else? I, I you, there's just so much. I mean, yeah, talk about I, your the setup experience, and then you know yeah, how you were know, the attendees? Well, the attendees were great because Adam gets it whenever it comes to making sure that the attendees and the exhibitors actually interact with each other, and it's not just them running in for lunch and running out as fast as they humanly can. You know, that, so you know, Karen and and the group at Adam do a great job with the exhibitors. But you know, you mentioned the the natural disasters that were going on, and I will tell you, mm-hmm. this conference to me stands out and always will because the way that people helped each other during this. You know, you know, don't forget we were sitting there and we didn't know where Irma was going. We, you know, we, you know, it, it was a straight up Florida. Was going to hit the Keys. Was going to hit Miami. You know, we didn't know. And there were a lot of people there from the state of Florida, and some of them had their flights canceled to get back. And the thing that I'll always remember is ADOM members chipping in to help their fellow members who were stuck in Arizona, for lack of a better term, you know, and with hotel room nights and meals and, you know, just giving them a hug. And, you know, I mean, little things like that, that... That's amazing to me, you know, and, and on and in a day where we deal with so much disaster and drama and tragedy, to see people still doing good out of, you know, just out of the goodness of their heart, that's, uh, you, you can't put a price on that, and it, it's a memory I'll always have. It's It really was amazing, the, um, the, the, the feeling that you got when you heard somebody say, well, I was going to go home, but now I can't, and, you know, yeah. up, and then they would say, oh, but I was able to stay a little bit extra, and, you know, I talked to quite a few people who were able to stay over a couple of days, and one of our, one of our friends was able to, did you, I, I didn't get a chance to talk to her, but you said Laura Jameson was able to, yeah. to yeah. stay? Yeah, Laura Jameson, a dear friend, both of ours, uh, God bless her, she will never be the same, because we, we took her to watch the Seahawks game. Uh, with Dana at a sports bar, and she saw Dana in a whole new light after that, I'm sure. But Yeah, uh, you know what, let's stop right there, because <laughs> I, yeah. the first time I saw Dana, 
loving the Seahawks. <laughs> Do you remember that? I, we were in a, it was a Greater New York meeting, and we were yes. in a bar <laughs> up in New York, and she was going crazy. And it was, you know, I've known you for a long time. I've known her for a couple of years, but gosh, I've never seen her do that. And I remember I looked at you, and I was like, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is that different side. This is the Dr. Hyde. You know, here, yeah. Mr. Hyde, here, here, here comes the Seahawks are on. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, so funny. I tell you, but, yeah, so, you know, Laura, we, we sat with Laura, and God bless her. She stuck it out through the Seahawks game, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Dana's screaming and me just going, oh, geez. Uh, but, you know, I mean, the little things like that, I mean, it, it was cool because, you know, I knew Laura was sitting there not knowing when she was going to be able to go home and what mm-hmm. she was going to go home to. You know, was her house going to be okay? Was it not? You know, I mean, so there was, I knew she had so many thoughts going through her head, and there were a lot of attendees, like you said, that did. Well, and and luckily she was able to get out of Florida in order to come. Well, and we actually had a speaker cancel um, who was coming from Florida, and and thankfully Laura was able to get out. Um, before all of this happened, she was scheduled to speak, this uh, Tatiana Melnick, she was scheduled to speak on Friday and Saturday, and they told her, you know, if you're going to fly out on Thursday, you you may not be able to fly back in. So we we actually had to cancel her class because of the hurricane. Wow. And uh, I mean, luckily, there's there were other classes that people could choose from, but it was I was actually really excited about the class. It was social media and the law, which oh, is, well, yeah, it was a huge, I mean, that's, yeah, and, and that's a big, you know, topic. So um, we'll have to see about maybe having her do a webinar or something for for Adon because that that definitely I think that's a good topic. Um, so it, what ended up um, happening too with there was Harvey um, the the flooding yeah in uh, Houston and that had happened before the conference and so there were uh, I mean we pretty much thought that nobody from the Houston area would be coming, and I know Kim and the registration people at Adom were, um, you know, pretty much ex- just accepting that they weren't going to be there. And and sure enough, you know, she called it that people aren't even thinking about it until like two days before the conference, and then they realize, oh my gosh, I've got a conference to go to because a lot yeah. of people didn't even have offices or didn't have their notes or anything like that. So so we did end up losing a, a fairly decent amount of people from from Houston and Florida, but. You know, there's always walk-ons that that come in. So, oh, sure. uh, all in all, I mean, the ballroom was was packed. Uh, I think the exhibitor booths. It was it was really nutty. The exhibitor tables. You guys were like four or five deep. It was um, jamming. Yeah, and, yeah. You know as well as I do. That's not normal at at dental shows today. You know, it, yeah. it just isn't. So, I mean, that's a real testament to what Adam has has uh, crafted over the years as their exhibitor experience. Well, and it was uh, and, and all done with minimal chocolate. I, you know, usually you see a lot of chocolate on the tables, and that's what draws people in. Um, but I, I noticed that uh, people were actually uh, standing and talking rather than just kind of doing the grab and run uh, that most attendees do. So uh, it's a, it was. I think it was a, a fairly good show, actually. Uh, I thought uh, an excellent show. I I think everybody ended up being pretty happy about it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know of anybody who walked away saying, that wasn't worth my time. I mean, (laughs) you know, it was was pretty, uh, knowing what all was going on at the world at that time, it was still amazing to see everybody show up and everybody bond together. Uh, Yeah. Adam show, seriously, next year, I know it's San Antonio, you know, and 
and all that, but this is a, a show that if you're on the fence, you need to go. Um, bottom line. San Antonio in July, which yeah. which basically means stay inside the whole time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> that whole, oh, the river walk will be fun thing. It's a lie, people. Oh. I swear to you. There's you know, there. though, there's a Mexican... I shouldn't even <laughs> say this because you know what's going to happen is people are going to find my spot. There's a Mexican <laughs> restaurant that's right in the bottom of the Marriott that we're going to be at. Oh. And uh, there's one spot in the corner. There's a corner table and it has a fan directly down on it. And oh, yeah, it's just amazing just that I know this. This is ridiculous. Because yeah. <laughs> um, I know this because Bonnie Hickson and I found that fan, that table one time and it was hot and we were like, oh, what's this? So yeah, so you know what? I'm just going to call down and reserve that table the whole time. <laughs> yeah, at this point you should. I'm telling you, absolutely. That's funny. Oh, I just tipped my hand, darn it. Um, <laughs> so... Um, so yeah, so so yeah, the, the, and there's information on the website you can find that. Yeah. But I, I wanted to share um, with our listeners a little bit of information about the education courses, uh, the educational courses that happen there. So um, if you don't mind, I'd, I'd like to share what we what we learned. Do it. So our friend Susan Gunn, uh, who is a certified fraud examiner, QuickBooks expert, um, ethics person. Um, long, actually, she wrote a book, totally non-dental, but it's about you know being a, a caregiver. So she's yeah. very well-rounded. So I, you know, I had asked her to speak um, to the Dental Spouse Business Network on fraud and embezzlement, and then she she spoke to the general crowd on ethics and uh, of all the the feedback that we've gotten about the show um, other than our keynote who was Kay Francis who was phenomenal um, the strongest feedback I've received so far has been about Susan and um, and you know full disclosure we're all friends with Susan Susan's a spitfire she's you know she'll tell you how it is and I, I think that resonated very very well with this crowd um, we so the ethics class we thought, of course, ethics is something that, honestly, most doctors don't take classes on that unless they have to. Um, you don't really see an ethics class for managers. I, I mean, just honestly, you don't. I, I, it's very, very rare. And uh, so it was kind of a, a roll of the dice to have her speak on ethics. And I was actually kind of biting my nails a little bit because I just wasn't sure how this was going to go over. And it was huge, huge hit. She got huge ratings um, definitely some of the highest ratings we've ever had at a conference. And yes. and when I had dinner with her that night, you know, I said, how did it go? And, and you know, Susan, she just says it pretty easily. She's like, I just told them not to be shady. You know, <laughs> I told them to not be. And that isn't that, but isn't that the way? And she said, I just told them to be good office managers. And, you know, I don't remember exactly what she said, you know, from that point on. But basically the gist was she knows that there are people in there that who, who, are in offices where shady stuff is being done and or they know other office managers that maybe are not doing you know stuff or they've worked with other office managers like maybe come in and done cleanup and found just how shady people can be and so I think you she tapped into that part of the office manager that wants to do a great job but there's this specter of the evil office manager, the office manager who steals, you know, the the few bad apples type thing. Um, so I think she really dialed in and and hit that right on the head. And so uh, we're we're going to talk to her about coming back for next year too, because that was obviously a very powerful um, message that she had. Have you have you heard her speak before? 
I have actually. I, I got the pleasure of int- uh, being her room host at Rocky Mountain one year uh, oh. here in here in Denver, and you know she is. Uh, you know, I, I love her, and, and I love that quote you just gave from her because I could hear her saying that. Uh, but yeah, she is. She's truly one of the hardest working, most genuine, most knowledgeable people in our industry. Great person. Yeah. And she give the you know she'd give you the shirt right off her back, I and mean, she's sure. she's yep. just that kind of person. So um, so so there you know so she was a, a, a runaway star here. Um, Kay Francis, of course, did a really good job. The the dental spouse business network. Um, for anybody who's out there and, and they're either a spouse or they work with a spouse in the office, um, this this network has grown so much. Uh, we we When I first started years ago, it was kind of a, a meeting that was done in the beginning of the, of the ADOM conference, and there was like maybe 12 girls there. Um, now we have a full room, you know, lots of men coming in. Um, we have, you know, spouses, partners. We have all sorts of... Just it, it's such a big network now, and they really share. And so when I get to work with the dental spouses, it is it's just really a pleasure. Um, so there was that Laura Hatch, our friend Laura Hatch. She rocked the house, uh, did she, a good job. Yeah, I mean yep. everywhere she goes, she's just uh, that huge smile of hers is just it lights up the room. I think she does such a good job. Um, yeah, she's she's there. She's here to stay. She's going to be here for a long time. I think. Um, Speaking of here for a long time and doing, you know, still a bang-up job, our friend Judy Kay was there spreading her sunshine all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) Ta-da! Judy Kay, uh, you know, nobody since Prince and Purple has anybody grabbed a color the way Judy Kay has orange, I tell you. I don't know. I think think you could make make a run at Cotton Candy Pink, Kevin. Why don't you just give it a shot? Well, it's a good thing this isn't a video call because you, you know, I've got on my my cotton candy pink outfit today. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, so she she's always very positive. Her her reviews were were really phenomenal as well. I mean, she she just makes people feel really good about what they do and about themselves. And and I think at the end of the day, people just need to feel that. Um, yeah. Our friend Christine. Taxon, uh, little Christine, <laughs> little sure. but mighty. She had her medical billing uh, webinar and she yeah. or a course, full day course that was good. And Rachel Wall and Heidi, they both did really well too. I mean, we had some really good good speakers. Uh, oh, don't forget Penny Reed. She was there too. Um, I don't get to see Penny as much on the road as I used to. Do you see Penny a lot? No, you know, it's funny you say that because Penny and I got to catch up. You know, she was doing uh, her book signing there at the Care Credit booth. Mm-hmm. And Penny and I got to catch up a little bit. And that's the first time we've sat down in a meeting in I don't know how long. But, really? uh, you know, she's doing well, you know. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, you, you were talking about all the, the folks who are speaking at this. And, and again, they're they're good friends of ours, and, and we love seeing them. But, you know, these are that's a great speaking lineup for this meeting. I mean, it really was. You looked at some of the people who are going to be presenting on the topics, and you're like, so not only is it a great meeting with great energy, but it's great education as well. So it's really amazing. Yeah, I I, I think we did a good job uh, this year. So uh, And we're looking to spice things up for next year. I mean, we were looking to do some um, more advanced level courses because uh, definitely the membership is looking for that. And, they're, and they want that. I mean, it, I mean, what are we, like a, I think a 12-year, um, more than 12 years in existence, but um, I think we're at the 12th or 13th annual conference. And, We've had some. We've had to evolve as our membership has evolved. So, um, 
and and Navoni will be will be at in San Antonio next year. Oh, absolutely! You know, uh, if, if it involves heat and humidity, I mean, Dana is all about that. it's a show that you know, honestly, I don't feel like you can miss, and and I know that there's a lot of exhibitors who feel that way as well, including Dana, you know, and Navoni. Uh, and are you the the so now are you the token booth babe? With, I am, you know, your bride. This, this, this is what I've reverted to, and that's okay, you know. Um, <laughs> you know I, I remember being at RDH under one roof for so long, and it was like, you know, when the dance music started, and there were seven of us guys standing around. It was a little scary, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and Aiden almost away for a while, but now, like you said, there's a there's a lot more uh, guys that are there as well, uh, you know, as a part of this. So it's yep. amazing to see the demographic shift a little bit, and how that this is definitely not a. I mean, it's still female dominated, but certainly not like it was a few years ago. Well, and, and um, a lot of offices are bringing their teams, too, which yeah, is, sure. um, you know, it's good for, for morale and for camaraderie. Um, and, we, and I saw quite a few uh, people that I know are working with um, group practices or, you know, are part of group practices. And they, they weren't necessarily there saying, oh, here I am from XYZ company. I think they just attend to, to make sure that they're not missing anything big. But I definitely saw a lot more... Um, group practices there as well so that's and i think that's true of the whole the whole demographic of in the in the um dental industry too i think i think that's what we're seeing yeah i i really i really think that it's something that um you know if you want to see how demographics are changing adom's a pretty good thermometer for that uh, you know you can mm-hmm. see more practices you can see the the shifts in the the uh demo, the gender so yeah uh, agreed Oh, you know what? I need to get a little bit uh, nerdy with you as far I as do. insurance goes. So, you you know, if you start to snore, it's okay. I totally understand because I'm going to talk <laughs> about insurance for a second. But uh, I, I totally forgot to mention the um, – I, I was mo- – I moderated an insurance panel. And uh, it was – it consisted of uh, Chastity from, from Connection Dental, uh, Sherry from NEA, and that's the Fast Attach uh, – company and uh, Trisha from Dentegra and which is an insurance company and then Lisa Weber from unlock the PPO we're all part of this panel and uh, I just just want to wrap up on that because I know insurance is a, a lot of what people listen to our podcast for as well and they kind of expect me to talk about insurance at some point um, so the main takeaways here uh, just to let you know Lisa Weber was very firm on the fact that we have to really take it into um, in our own control with monitoring the networks that we're in, meaning they that you really do need to call and make sure that you're not on any strange networks um, on a regular basis. And she advised, you know, every couple months, not just once a year. And the key phrase that she used, which I saw all of the pens start flying, was um, she said to call the insurance company and ask them which networks are attached to the provider ID number. So there's my there's my tip from the insurance panel. That was the probably the biggest thing that people were asking about. And then other people were getting up and asking their questions. And there was a lot of concern about you know networks overlapping with each other. And that was um, you know they addressed that and that you have to kind of stay on top of it yourself. And, and if you don't want to be part of a network, you need to nip that in the bud and continue to nip it in the bud so that you don't keep getting asked or you don't keep getting added back into it. Um, they talked about how to, they need to maintain good relations with their provider reps because that's the quickest way to get anything done. Uh, it was just a really, it was a generally good um, 
a really good session and I, I prefaced it by saying you know to the crowd I, you know in, in in a nice way I said to them look this is a place of love and happiness we are not here to bash the insurance companies and they actually you know there there was I think mutual respect on both both sides and I I think that's the only way we're going to get anywhere with making good insurance decisions is if we see it as a business to business thing not not bring all this emotion into it um, so that that's my tip from the insurance panel Kevin wake up are you still with me oh absolutely no I, <laughs> I, I, Dana went in and listened to that and she she really got a lot of good information out of that so I know she had great things to say about the panel Cool, cool. I always like when I see Dana pop in because, you know what? Because I know that if I did something bad, she's going to tell me about it. Like I, yeah, she's uh, not going. It's good. I, I, I never have to say, "What are you thinking, honey?" You know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, but you know, you need friends like that because you know there's there's two kinds of friends: the ones that tell you when you have something in your teeth, and the ones who just kind of smile and grimace on the inside, and you know, so. <laughs> That's funny. Your lovely bride. Does she oh, know that yeah. I call you call her the lovely bride? Does she yeah, kind of yeah. roll her eyes? She listens to these podcasts. Absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, I might get trouble after this one, but uh, no, absolutely. No, she she knows we love her. So, um, all right. So yeah. So that was uh, that was pretty much the wrap up. And and what I'm going to do also is have a separate podcast with where I kind of distill down a little bit more. Um, on the insurance stuff, we'll make it a shorter podcast, and you know, it'll just be me talking about it. So, if you just want purely insurance stuff, then you can download that. So, I'll make that the the second episode um, after this, and and I'll get a little bit more into it, and also talk about the foundations class that I gave there too. There was a couple uh, pieces of information that I did not get to, and I I need to make sure that uh, everybody gets that. So, all right. So, Kevin, where where are you off to next? Like, what's on what's on the uh, um, schedule? Well. Let's see, uh, the Buffalo-Niagara Dental Meeting. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, nice. I, have a, I have a book signing up there with Care Credit, and I appreciate that very much. And then I get wow. to speak some awesome assistance. So uh, life's good. You know, every weekend this month, it's a different uh, meeting somewhere. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a busy weekend, or busy month, I should say, but uh, very excited about it. So the book, um, yeah. what what book? I mean, oh. I know what book, but what book? <laughs> <laughs> So, so uh, yeah, so Battling and Beating the Demons of Dental Assisting, it's a book that I uh, wrote based on the course that I presented all over the country, and it's just kind of my tips for assistance on uh, better careers, more enjoyable days, empowerment. Uh, you know, I, I spoke to the Colorado Springs Dental Society uh, last week, and I had a lot of dentists buy the book because they wanted to either give it to their assistants or they wanted to read it themselves to kind of get a little behind the scenes on what assistants are really thinking. So mm-hmm. uh, that was a little bit of a surprise. But, no, I, it's it's been great. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm very blessed to have it out there. You know, I know you know the the joys of having a book published, and, you know, this is a, it's a good time right now. Yeah, we should probably break that down on another episode. Yeah, let's do that. Get, That'd be yeah, because yeah. that whole that's the books publishing and our friend. Uh, well, I shouldn't say because I don't think she wants it out there. But we have a friend who's going through this right now, and I think I think she could use a little bit of wine and a pat on the back because it's oh, it's not yeah. the easiest process um, no, right. at all. So uh, so now you said a dentist, or not, yeah, other dentists are are buying it because they want to know what their assistants are thinking. That's yeah. that's phenomenal. That's awesome. Uh, well, you know, that was very unexpected to me. I had two two dentists 
separately tell me that. And, you know, I think that's really cool, but it also shows that there's sometimes a, a lack of communication between dental team members, you know, what the, what the other one's thinking and what drives them and what really makes them happy and what irritates them. And, you know, those are conversations I hope happen in dental practices so everybody kind of has a different feel for the, the human uh, side of who we are and, and what makes us tick. You know, those conversations, uh, we always kind of hope that it happens, but... I'll tell you, especially for assistants, um, the assistant and doctor don't necessarily have much time to have those conversations. I mean, they're they're running, um, right. they're right. really running between patients. And and I know. So here's another thing too. I remember when I was an assistant with with Buddy, my old boss. Um, yeah. It felt like I was with him all day because I was, but we weren't talking about anything really all day except for. You know, the weather, sunshine, what's on the TV, what's going on with the patient's wedding, you know, all that kind of stuff. But we really didn't get a chance to talk about how I was feeling and how he was feeling until it got to the point where I realized I didn't want to be an assistant anymore. So, um, you know, from your talks with assistants in the past, I mean, I know you're kind of like their their go-to for for venting on this kind of stuff. I mean, what's (laughs) the best way for... For a dentist to to just say you know hey anything you anything on your mind I mean what do you think well, I, I think it starts with you know so often you know you and I do something that we love you know I mean and we're fortunate that we found that thing that we really love to do you know I mean you are the go to person with insurance and I love to to help assistants uh, you know become better and enjoy their career more you know and and. I think each of us has something in our day that we love to do. And so I, I always encourage dentists, and I encourage assistants to do this as well. It's like have that conversation about what parts of your day are the best. You know, maybe you're an oral surgery person. Maybe you, you love something with implants. Whatever it might be, you know, it's, it's always good for somebody to know you're not just there to pick up a check and go home, that there's something that really drives you in your career. And so I think that's a good conversation starter is, you know, what, what part of this job do you really enjoy doing? What, what is it that you love to see on the schedule? And have that open, honest conversation uh, because you might be surprised at the answers and then it also may give you some insight into, okay, if, if we're really enjoying this part of the day, is there a way we could do it more? You know, is there a way that maybe it not only makes the day better, but it also improves the bottom line of the business? You know, so I, I think just a simple question like that, kind of an icebreaker question, can can be pretty revealing. Well, I'll tell you, when I looked at the schedule, there were a couple of patients that I, types of patients that I knew were yep. going to be, it was going to be a bad day. So yeah, first absolutely. first was, oh my God, the first was my, my doctor's friend's. Um, and I hate to say this, but, I mean, not all of them, but you know, there, everybody who's listening to this who's in an office, you guys know, there's one or two doctor's friends who just think they can do whatever they want because they're okay. strictly the doctor's friends. And they come in, they, they don't think they should pay, whatever, and they just talk, 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 and you've got an hour scheduled and it ends up being two hours, and your doctor's so nice, he doesn't want to shut them up, and we're all both, all of us are looking at him like, shut him up, but he won't. So, um, yeah, that's th- those those are just you know when you look at the schedule you know your day is just for yep. <laughs> lack of a better word it's screwed, um, and then you've got the 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 constant whiners, um, the ones who just nothing can be right like you can fix their bite like twenty times and and it's it's not going to be right so 
I think uh, I think it's good for doctors to kind of get a read on the demeanor of the assistant with certain patients because you you can tell. I mean, I could always tell when when Buddy hated being around a certain patient because he would be very stiff around them and he would always be polite, always a gentleman, but you could just tell he wasn't being himself. And so doctors, if you get that feeling with your assistants where your assistants are kind of holding back a little bit, you know, ask them about that because that might uncover a little bit of what, what makes your assistant tick. Um, So, and if, if, you know, he or she looks at you and says, no, everything's fine over and over again, then maybe there's other issues going on. (laughs) And and I mean, it really is one of those things that it's, you know, you know, Teresa, as you all know, onions have layer, have layers. Ogres have layers, you know. Yes. So it, it's really about getting into those layers and, you know, trying to peel something back and just start a conversation because you're right. There's some, there's some patients on there that every system just goes, oh, no. And that's the type of thing that can just send the day to hell in a handbasket. So how do you make sure that those types of patients and scenarios are lessened while things that are enjoyable and profitable are more. And if the dentist assistant, the entire team can work together to solve the problems and figure out the, the best solutions, then it's a good bonding experience as well as pretty helpful for both, I would say. Well, there is um, there's a lot to be said for, for this group of, of auxiliaries, the assistants, and I think they do a great job. I, I'm so glad somebody's you know, addressing them, and and I think this book is going to be really good for them. So the book signing, that's exciting. Is this your first yeah. book signing? Uh, it is, actually. Uh, wow. Is. I'm very excited. Uh, so I'll be doing this at uh, all the meetings where I speak. Uh, Care Credit has uh, been generous enough to be a, a sponsor of that. And then uh, 3M is actually having me in their booth uh, during nice. Greater New York to do a book signing and to talk to assistants about uh, some things that are going on. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm, I'm honored. Uh, it's 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 kind of a stunner, but uh, I, I love it. It's great. That's great. And so you'll have somebody to take pictures for you because that's uh, you know you got to be yeah. forward thinking with the marketing. You know you got to take pictures. <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah. <laughs> the, that, that yeah. Go with me and uh, you know we're gonna uh, enjoy New York. And uh, you're right, pictures and uh, do everything we can. Well, and so here's the here's the thing. My first book signing was at uh, Star of the North earlier this year. It's my first book signing okay. ever, and I just remember saying to uh, Lori Streeter came to that meeting yep. just to say hi and all that, and she said, you know, do you want to get pictures? And I said, yes. You just need to have three people because to me that's a line. So three people is a line. So get a picture of three people waiting in line to get my book. <laughs> Um, and, and there were people waiting in line, so that, that wasn't that hard. But I, I just needed at least three people to look like they were in line to get a good picture. <laughs> so yep. tell Dana to look for that photo op. <laughs> hey, it's all about the angles, you know. It absolutely yep. is. So if so. somebody's just off to the side and they need to read their directory or they're, they're scanning their handout, <laughs> just have her move them over towards your table. <laughs> there you go. Just more perfect. There you go. <laughs> I've, I've learned a lot, Kevin. I've learned a lot. <laughs> so, oh gosh. Um, okay, so so what you will be at? Let me think here. Uh, you said Buffalo. You just mentioned Greater New York. Yeah, um, so, Greater yeah, New York. Thanksgiving. It's Buffalo, Oklahoma City, Portland, Maine. Back to Holy Buffalo. Holy cow! Oh, 
uh, yeah, so a lot, a lot of good travel, but uh, a lot of, a lot of assistance in there. So that's awesome, you know. So when you say Portland, Maine, anytime anybody talks about Maine, I always think of Stephen King, um, yes. because you know all of his books and all that. Did you go see it? I did not. I did what? not. I, I know. I know. I've had a lot. Oh. Of I'm still trying to go see the Kingsman. That's still on my list, but I haven't seen it. Did you? Now, Kevin, the Kingsman. Come I, on now. <laughs> That's been out for like a year. No, the new one. Oh, the new. Oh, there's a new one. Oh, I didn't know there's a new one. Oh, that's one of Noah's favorite movies. So I'm surprised he hasn't said anything about that. Oh yeah, we'll have to talk okay. about that. But uh, no, did you go see it? I definitely went to see it. Um, and in fact, I was really, I was. I was, oh, I was down at the Southwest when it came out, and I I was really tempted because I had a day to work. I was really tempted to go see it by myself, <laughs> but I had promised Noah that I would go see it with him because my, my son and I have this. We both love horror movies. Even from a young age, he's, was, he's been watching horror with me. I, I'm that bad mom that showed him movies that <laughs> he shouldn't have seen. But he, he loves horror like I do, so we were so excited. We got our, you know, got our tickets, and we're in there, and, and the previews. Like I think they show like twenty previews now, Kevin. It's oh, yeah. ridiculous. So so twenty previews in. First time we got scared. He looks at me and he's just like, "We got to get out of here." I was like, "No, no, no." So <laughs> it was a very scary movie, and that's even he had not read the book. He didn't. He hadn't seen the earlier movie. He was coming in fresh. All he knew was Killer Clown, um, and so it scared him. And it also made sense to him. And from I'm a huge Stephen King fan here, so for me it was it was just a blessing to be able to see it. I I loved it. So um, you've got to go see it. Well, all right. You know, uh, uh, Dana's training in an office for a couple of days, so maybe before I shuffle off to Buffalo, maybe I'll uh, you know get the movies. <laughs> so well, that's you know. that's a Julia type movie. Has Julia seen oh, it yet? Yeah. Absolutely. No, she hasn't yet. You know, hers have to involve some kind of shark eating people, though. You know, 47 meters down or whatever that movie was. That's oh. like, like her go-to, you know, and I was just like, okay. So, yeah. 40, I, it, I think I saw that. So that's a, that's where they're, like, trapped underwater or Yeah, the cage right? breaks and they drop in the, the ocean, yeah. Oh, Lord. Okay. Exactly. All right. That's what that's what. <laughs> kid likes i'm like oh good sharks blood and terror perfect no, yeah, you know what I, I have no issue with that i think that you're being too hard on her i <laughs> i think i think she's doing just fine all right so so you're going to maine and then we're and then we're in new york i just want to talk about greater new york for a little yeah. bit because first of all your birthday is always around that time right it is it is. It's on a Tuesday this year, and so yeah, anytime you can spend your birthday in New York, that's pretty cool. You know. All right. So, so Greater New York is a mixed bag for me. So I, I both hate and love Greater New York, um, and I don't really know of anybody who has an in between on that. Is I think a lot of the speakers either hate or love Greater New York. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we love it because we get to see everybody, and it's it's Christmas. You know the tree is up, Rockefeller Center, all that kind of stuff. It's it's the city's beautiful around that time. Yeah. Um, but then it's the show is huge. Your feet hurt at the end of the day. Um, Greater you know, New York classes to me are weird, but that's we can talk about that later. But what were you gonna say? Sorry. Oh, I, I was just gonna say it's 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 usually dark whenever you get done at Greater New York, and so yeah. 
you know, and so you're you're getting the cab back over to Midtown, you know, from the Javits Center. But it's, uh, you know, it became such a part of my Thanksgiving tradition, you know, for so long with the magazines. You know, it was mm-hmm. Saturday morning, you're going to New York. That was just, you know, it's as easy as eating thir- turkey on Thanksgiving. So, um, and I, but I do know a lot of people still don't get in the, the uh, fa-la-la-la-la uh, mentality of it. But uh, no, I think New York at the holidays and with the trees lit up and walking down Fifth Avenue and looking at all mm-hmm. the store displays, it's pretty cool. It really is. Yeah, the city itself is is wonderful. So I'm yeah. I'm excited, and um, you know Tony Stefanu is up there, Doctor Tony, yep. and he I you know I only get to see him a couple times a year, so I always get to see him there. Oh, and we're going to be doing our Beyond the Operatory again in 2018. We're always uns- well, we can never find weekends at work um, between her our schedules, and so Did we finally were able. Yeah, so that that'll be good. So we got to get together and plan that, yep. but. Um, Tony's just, you know, a longtime friend. You've known him a long time. I've known oh, him a long time. Yeah, guy. so it's it's always good to see him there. And and there are um and then there's all the meetings that happen over at the Marriott Marquis. That okay. that's really honestly the the big thing from a from an exhibitor standpoint, from a speaker standpoint, not necessarily an attendee standpoint, but a lot of the business isn't necessarily done at the at the Javits Center at all. In fact, if you just go to the Marriott Marquis the lobby area um, where that yep. bar is uh, usually yep. about after two o'clock every day you'll see a lot of business being done and yep. so that's you know I've got I've got some scheduled um, you know for Tuesday morning I actually I'm speaking all day Monday okay. um, so hopefully hopefully we'll be able to do something Monday night to celebrate your oh, birthday I hope so that would be outstanding yeah I yeah. speak I uh, close down the show Wednesday afternoon Okay. So okay. Talk. So, uh, yeah, uh, that would be great. Let's let's uh, let's figure that out. Yeah, because I'm I'm flying out Tuesday. I'm flying down to um, Fort Lauderdale, Nova Southeastern Dental School, oh, and, and talking down there. Yeah, and I, you know it's it's awful. But I was looking at the the timing, and I was like, you know, maybe just to be safe, I should schedule a couple extra days in case travel gets disrupted for some reason. So I have a couple extra days scheduled in Fort Lauderdale, just in case. Well, you know. Got to do what you got to do. Come on. Well, you know, it's going to be hard, but I figured, let me do this. Um, So so that'll be fun. But, yeah, so Greater New York... um, The international crowd, have you, do you think it's increased? Do you think it's, it's um, reduced? I mean, because that's what Greater New York's known for, is it drawing hugely from Uh, the internationals? Yeah, I think, I think this year it will be, you know, it's, it's an even number year, which means that there's not an IDS meeting. And so I always find that in even number years, there's a pretty, oh, I'm sorry, the Sorry, the International Dental Show that's always in Cologne, Germany, every two years. Uh, and and it draws a huge amount of people to Cologne as like the, the world's dental meeting place. And and that's another show that I don't ever miss. Uh, and, you know, we'd love to talk about that sometime. But sure. uh, in even number of years where there's not an IDS, I think Greater New York kind of turns into that a little bit. Uh, you know, oh, so really? I think it becomes... The, the spot for the international meeting. Huh, I didn't realize that. That's a good way of looking at it. I didn't think yeah. of that. Yeah, so this year uh, I have I have uh, full faith there will be plenty of, uh, of uh, folks from foreign lands there, uh, you know, just like there always are, but this year maybe a little bit more. Okay, cool. 
And I, there was a, uh, I, was it Ket, how do you say it, Kettenbach? Kettenbach. Yes. Yep. Yep. They, um, they're an international company. What, what, what country are they Germany. in? Germany. Yep. Okay. Yep. They always bring some interesting stuff. They brought an oxygen bar one time. Um, you know, yeah. they bring stuff that's different. And I think they even had like some beers or something or some, they had something one time that was not American. And I remember thinking, wow, that's, an, that's a European country. <laughs> that's a European company there. Because um, that's not normally what you'd see from, you know, somebody like, uh, I don't even know who's here in the U.S., I guess Zimmer or whatever. So um, it is different to see the, the European companies and the Asian companies come in they're usually small booths, right? Like first, they're not like the huge booths. They're usually small booths. But if you're walking the floor at Greater New York, you can really find some hidden gems, um, some some new procedures and some new, um, I guess, op- uh, dental supplies that maybe haven't really been hit hard on the market. You know, maybe Shine or Patterson hasn't really taken a look at them and brought them into their fold. So, you know, I've, I know a lot of dentists will go and look at these small booths just to see what's what's coming up. I imagine IDS is like that. You go there and see what's coming up. Oh, yeah. it's it's. Uh, I always describe it as the Detroit Auto Show. You know, these are things that you're going to see a year or two down the road in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that I love about going over there is it's a, it's a sneak peek, shall we say, of what's coming. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's definitely worth, uh, worth the time. Just look up IDS Cologne, Germany, and, uh, you'll, you'll see the show and some of the pictures and statistics. It's pretty amazing. I'll put it in the, uh, the show notes too. I'll put a link in there. Oh. You know, another big show that happened was Zero World. I, I didn't attend though. Did you attend that one? I did not. You know, I, uh, I'll, I'll be honest. I heard mixed reviews. Uh, oh really? Okay. And, and then, uh, this morning, uh, and, you know, they learned that the uh, dense fly, let's see, let me get this right here. The chairman, the CEO, and the COO all resigned. Uh, from dense fly? From dense fly Serona. Holy yep. crap, I didn't hear yeah, that. So, so, yeah, that, that all broke this morning. So there's a lot of uh, uh, interesting things going on with that. I, I did hear mixed reviews. Uh, some of the attendees said Vegas uh, was not as well put together as Orlando was last year. Hmm, so, interesting. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, of course, Imagine Dragons and Will Smith, that's what you'll see on social media and ooh-ah and this fun. But uh, it sounds like the mechanics behind the show were, were not, weren't as smooth. It's got to cost some serious bucks, though, to, oh, to bring it? them in. I can't even imagine Will Smith, what, how much he's going to charge. I mean, no. like your firstborn. <laughs> I mean, my God. Exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, but how, I mean, but they had Jerry Seinfeld, too. That was... That must have been pricey, too. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I I think, though, that there's the whole Sierra world, you know, with focusing around, you know, the 3D and all of the the stuff that they have for sale, the equipment that they have for sale. I think that's a genius idea, though. I mean, I I don't know if they're in trouble or or not, or maybe they just had an off year, but I I can't imagine that, that that something else isn't going to want to take that place if they if they do go away, because I think that group of people who have that in their offices, I think they they have a different way of handling, you know, customer conversations, patient conversations and all of that. So, um, yeah, I've always wanted to go to Sierra World because I've heard that it, it it's so specific for 
the sure. 3D offices that it's it's a really good thing to go to. Well, so it's, well it's and, and I agree with you. You know, and and you know, we've talked. We started the show talking about you know these these specialty shows, if you want to call them that. Adom, RDH, Under One Roof, and Serial World fits in there as well because mm-hmm. you know you're at the cool kids clubs. You've got Sarah or 3D imaging, and 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 you're right. It's it's a show for that. But I think that there's still some room for it to grow, and I hope it I hope it sticks around as well. But you know, you've got to have things targeted toward assistance that there weren't you know i think that there's a whole side of insurance that wasn't touched upon this year that is certainly a key part in any technology like this you know so you know you and i ought to be uh, banging down the door here and saying hey here's an idea Uh, yeah you're right you're right and i i'm it's interesting though because i um and i you know what i i will say something else that's interesting kevin i listen back to a couple of my podcasts and and some with you and i say that's interesting a lot so we need to have some sort of buzzer. <laughs> we need to have some sort of buzzer to keep me from saying it because I, that seems to be my go-to line is, oh, that's so interesting. Um, so we got to come up with something else. So uh, what I find interesting, damn it, I can't think, I can't think of a different word. Um, it, it, there, I listen to a few podcasts um, with other people, not just, I don't just sit around listening to our podcasts all the time. I listen to a couple other podcasts, and, and I, one gentleman um, was talking, and it was on Jonathan Van Horn's podcast, and he's a CPA, um, and he had a guest on, and, and this guest was talking about the fact that offices aren't, or lectures aren't really focusing on strategy. And and the gist of the core of his podcast was there's it's more tactical. It's more like, you know, here's what you need to do. Step, 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 step. But it's all in a response. It's not strategic. It's not uh, we're not teaching people how to think. We're teaching people how to react. And that's the whole strategy mindset anyways. Um, But I think you and I, the way the way we come at it, you know, you want it, there to be a forward-thinking conversation about where do assistants fit into my office sure. and how do they fit in with my practice philosophy. And I would like people to think about insurance from the beginning rather than making all these emotional decisions based on how angry they get or, you know, the fact that they, they need more more butts in the seat. Um, but the pushback that I get, and I think you get the same pushback, the pushback I get from meeting planners is, well, they all want leadership or they want the latest composite or they so I, I hear I, I hear the same topics being put forth all the time and then when you bring up something like how to think about where insurance fits into your practice, I then get the feel I get the question of, well, do you teach code by code? And I could uh, teach code by code, but blah. I mean how boring. I won't I, even yeah. I'll be asleep halfway through. But yeah. Do you provide a free pillow with that course? Or, For real, oh. like, can I get a, a pillow sponsor? So, um, but but I would rather teach them how to decide whether or not it's good for them. What are the steps we take financially to go through and figure that out? Um, and and you, I, I know you want to talk about how to define the role of the assistant rather than here's my office and here's what my assistant can do. Well, you know, stick her in this corner or whatever. It's that whole proverb that we always hear about, give a man a fish versus teaching him to fish. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think that, you know, you and I, we're both very passionate about not just saying, no, this is how you do it. It's showing them how to do it. So then that light bulb goes off over their, their heads. You know, I mean, that's one of the most 
rewarding things ever is whenever your audience goes, oh, I get it, you know, and, and you know that you've really made that difference. And I think that that's where, you know, meeting players need to understand that we're, we're trying to, to let the audience get it, not shove something down their throat, but let's, let's bring them along the path so they discover it themselves. The, the whole meeting planner conversation, you know, that, that definitely is a podcast in and of itself, but I, I am glad that I'm getting more calls asking, you know, do you teach something other than code by code? Because it definitely for a long time was, can, and I think that's how it's always been, and that maybe that's, they're just expecting the same old, same old. But if you go code by code, yeah, your attendees, they're going to dread coming to an insurance class. Um, you know, who's going to want to sit there and listen to me go through 43, 41, and 42, and all of that? I, good Lord. I just, I just want to see you you stand up there and go, and I want to thank Serta for being today's sponsor. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that'd be fantastic. So. <laughs> there, you know, what is that? There's that pillow. There's that the the guy who's on uh, my pillow. Is it my pillow? Gosh, Do you know I what I'm talking about? He's uh, the commercial guy. He is like all over the place, and it's like my pillow or my dream pillow or whatever. Um, yep. totally going off tangent here, but I, I'm really tempted to buy one of his pillows and I'll tell you why it's not because I need a new pillow, but it's because, um, he had a whole commercial made out of the story of his company and it was, there was no talking. It was just like telling the story with, with video and the story of his company. And it ended with giving a percentage or, you know, donating pillows to all these charities and stuff. Um, and I thought, wow, that's. That was really powerful. I think they just did a really good job. So I think their marketing is on point, and oh, it made me respect the company. So I, I might actually just buy a pillow just because I think they do a good job. Um, hey, it's one of those whatever it takes things, right? Yeah, but I think you know it's interest. It's interesting. Um, the thing is, is that many many people do the same marketing over and over again. They run the same ad over and over again, like that. You know, eight seven seven two four. Oh yeah. And, yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah, and we know it. So this guy did something a little bit different, and and it really hit. So, um, boy, we went from insurance to marketing all in one thought process. How about that, huh? You know, <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get whenever you and I start talking. That's for sure. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to share with you that we had some feedback on the podcast, and um, and it mostly it was good. We had um, and none of it was bad, but we had okay. some really good feedback on. Um, on my webpage and then, you know, Rita put it out there and that was great and and people are are pretty happy with the podcast. So I think we're doing a good job. I think we're hitting, you know, the the right people. Um and I want to thank uh there was a, a gentleman um John Lynn and I don't know if he's a doctor. I can't tell just from looking at his his information here. Um but he commented on Rita's uh Facebook page. Did you did you happen to catch this? No, I didn't actually. Okay, I'll have to I'll have to send it to you. Um, so oh, yeah. he, you know, she recommended the podcast, and and he chimed in, and it, very 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 nice you know comment. I mean, he didn't slam us, but he just said you know it's a bit thin on actual content, and then he made a comment about the coffee shop thing, and that you know that was an emergency. So that's oh well, yeah, when my internet was down that day. That's yeah, why. and that and so I you know I commented back to him that you know thank you for the feedback. You know, it was an emergency arrangement, yeah. you know, listen to us again. But he, his comment is a bit thin on actual content. And that, I was like, okay. So, you know, of course, you could either get really pissy about it or 
you could say, okay, well, maybe that particular episode was then on content. And so um, I think what you and I have to keep in mind in the future is, you know, we, we need to make sure that we're, we're everything that we're saying somehow benefits the person who's listening right. to it. So, I yeah, and so I, I just want to call out, you know, if John's, is giving us another chance and listening to this you know your your feedback was very appreciated did not take it the wrong way at all um you don't you know you don't lose you learn um that's that's how it is and so hopefully um he'll he'll we'll be able to convert him into a raving fan kevin and and i i'm going to have to track him down and maybe we can send him a package to thank him and oh. i'm just totally kidding no but we we have to bribe him now um to <laughs> <laughs> to see see if we can get him on our side. So, um, but anyways, so well, so we we should probably wrap up. My goodness, we've just been going on and on. Yeah, well, that's what happens whenever you and I talk. We lose track of time, and uh, <laughs> you know we go all over the place. But uh, yeah, hopefully everybody got got some uh, some good info out of today. I know I enjoy talking about it, and uh, I know that uh, we'll do another one real soon. Absolutely. So, all right, everyone, if you really like what you're hearing, make sure that you tell your friends about it. Share us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all of that. Um, and also, really important uh, that we have learned is that we need some ratings. So if you are on Google Play or if you are on iTunes, if you wouldn't mind hopping over and giving us a rating, uh, and, and we really appreciate it. Any thoughts and feedback, we're always looking for that. So until the next podcast... Kevin and I are signing off. Subscribe to this podcast so you'll get our next candid discussion. Visit Teresa's website, odysseymgmt.com. That's odysseymgmt.com for more information on Teresa's courses, books, and speaking schedule. Subscribe to her newsletter while you're there. Don't say we didn't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs>